Hello everyone and welcome to today's interview. I'm going to be speaking to the inspirational and highly successful author, life coach, transformational leader, CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, Christy Whitman. Christy, welcome. Thank you, Malcolm. I'm pleased to be here. Absolute delight to have the opportunity to speak to you. And so maybe we can start straight away by you briefly telling us a bit about your career and how you got into abundance coaching. Absolutely. You know, I was a spiritual seeker and I was finding that um, the things that I was told when I was a kid, you know, like if you go and you reach this level of success, if you make money, if you have the guy, if you have the body, you know, all the things, then you'll be happy. And I found that I succeeded and I had all those things in my mid 20s and I just felt really empty inside. And so I started seeking, you know, some deeper connection within myself. And that led me into really learning about the basis of all that I teach and write about is the universal laws. And so I learned to started learning how to meditate and learning about how your thoughts create your reality and what that really means and how to apply it. And about five years into really practicing and seeing my life change from the type of men that I dated to my body naturally losing 30 pounds to, you know, getting out of $60,000 in debt within a very short period of time, um, you know, all these different wonderful things started happening. Um, I found myself in another space of wanting to connect deeper. And I had my first book, Perfect Pictures, that came through me literally in a meditation. And um, that just started this whole process because once the book got published, I then would speak in spiritual bookstores or even in, you know, um, new thought churches. And I had people all the time asking me, do you coach? And at that time, my frame of reference for a coach was like a cheerleading coach or a football coach. I had no idea there was this profession of life coaching. And, you know, it was, it was like, what? The people get paid for that? And I literally would just tell people, just call me on the phone. We'll connect. And they started having amazing results. And I just loved my time with them. I loved the results they were getting. I loved the whole entire process of it. I loved how I felt when I was being guided to, you know, to guide someone back to themselves. And so I, um, I just pursued a life of coaching. And here I am, you know, now 15 years later, and I have a multi-million dollar business. I literally have the life of my dreams, and it just keeps getting better and better. I've got. Um, a wonderful husband I've been with for 10 years, two amazing kids that just went back to school today. Right. Um, you know, first and second grade, I can't believe it, but, um, you know, <laughs> a, a great support system, a great clientele, and uh, just I am really grateful that I had that impulse and that inspiration to follow coaching because I love it so much. Fantastic. That sounds a really profound journey you've been through. Yes. So, so, so you're an abundance coach. So. Does that mean you coach people to make more money? Well, that's one aspect because, uh, you know, abundance is really an energy. It's a, it's a thought process. It's a belief system. It's a way of life. It's, it literally is a paradigm, and it's the truth of how our universe works. And most of us have been raised and conditioned into lack and limitation, that we're not enough, what we have is enough. We're always looking for the next best thing because we're not fulfilled with the things that we do have. So money is one aspect of it, but it's not the only aspect of it. It's really creating um, an abundance of opportunities and situations and, you know, more of all good things that come in knowing that there's not 
a limitation on the type of men that are out there, or there's a limitation on the amount of jobs that are out there. It's really knowing that because you have a desire within you to have these things or have these type of experiences, because you have that desire birthed within you, you have with the wherewithal to create it. Right. Okay. So what would you say have been some of your greatest successes then, Christy? You know, I've had a lot of great successes and, it, you know, like I'm a two-time New York Times bestselling author. I've been on the Today Show. You know, I have a multi-million dollar coaching certification program. Um, you know, really, those things have been great in business success. But I say my greatest success is the fact that I get to feel that sense of freedom all day, every day. I'm my own boss. I decide how much I want to work you know, how little I want to work. If I feel like I want to take on more clients, I do. If I feel I want to scale it back, I do. I, you know, get to work out when I want to. I've, I've had the privilege of having my children home with me, you know, for the first six years of their life. Um, and to be able to choose whether I wanted to go out and speak and travel a lot or be home and, and do my business on the internet. So I would say that the lifestyle that I have and the quality of people that I have in my life and the consciousness that they have, the abundant-minded thinking that they have, um, that's really my greatest success is being able to live it every day and know that I have the freedom to choose what I want to do in my day. Excellent. So, so it's the internal success and the success you've created for yourself, which then I guess leads on to the ability to help others. So through that, what would you say are the secrets of creating more abundance or, or putting it another way? How, how do you support people in becoming more abundant? Well, yeah, I really believe my life completely changed when I became aware of the universal laws and specifically the seven essential laws. And so I help people really learn like, what are these laws? And then more specifically, how do you apply them? Because having knowledge of something is one thing, but really being able to take the information and on a daily basis, when a situation happens, when someone's rude to you at the grocery store, when your husband's not showing up the way you want him to, when your child is being disrespectful, you know, when things aren't going the way you want, how do you then navigate and apply these laws so that you can create less of what you don't want and more of what you do want? And it's really, the, these laws are universal. It's like gravity. If you throw a ball up, you know, the, you're going to catch the ball or the ball's going to come down because of this thing called gravity. And just like gravity, you know, there are other universal laws that when you know them and then know how to navigate and apply them, your life literally becomes like astonishing and surprising and really delightful. Right. So most coaches say they're unique. What would you say makes your business, Christy Whitman's business and Quantum Success Coaching Academy unique? Well, the basis of it is being universal because that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or who you are. Um, when you apply these laws, your life is going to change when you learn how to properly apply them. And, you know, I really hear that the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, which we call the QSCA, um, really does change and transform people's lives because they come in with just a full support. It's almost like they come in as a rebirth and they're in this womb of amazing midwives that are helping them. And they're learning tried and true processes that no matter what condition or circumstance someone has in their life, when you walk someone through these processes, they come out the other end in a higher vibration with more clarity, with more focus, 
and of course they have better results. So it's not only the structure of how the coaching academy has been set up and the support that they receive, the, the levels and levels of support they receive, but the processes that they learn that they apply in their own lives and then can apply with clients. And they're just themselves really understanding who they are at the core level and what they're capable of, um, you know, once they leave the program. Right. Right, I understand. So if we were going up in an elevator and you had 30 seconds to tell me about your business, how would you describe it? And I promise I won't be looking at my watch. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, two aspects of my business. First of all, I show people how to use the universal laws, specifically law of attraction, to apply to their personal, professional, and financial goals. And then I also certify coaches to help people do the same. Okay, well how'd done. I do? How'd I do, Malcolm? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was about 15. <laughs> Even though I wasn't looking, obviously. <laughs> so, so, so what are you currently working on then, Christy? What, what's, uh, what, what's taking your time just now? You know, I've taken on some mentoring clients to help them at a deeper level grow their business. Um, we, we do offer a, a business building module, which I think is so key in any certification program that's out there to teach coaches how to actually make money and build their business. Um, but I've been taking on uh, more advanced clients and taking them on from a more intimate perspective and looking at everything that they're doing. So currently I'm, I'm working with a handful of clients that I just love and really want to help them excel and really accelerate, take that quantum leap and create quantum success in their own coaching practices. So that's, that's one of the many things I'm working on. Okay. And that's, uh, that's got the main focus of your, your energy and attention right now, is it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and always the coaching academy. You know, I, I teach the advanced classes within the coaching academy, uh, the QSCA. So yeah. I'm, I'm always focused on obviously supporting those students and teaching. And, I, you know, I, I love what I do. I love that I get to coach. I get to teach. I get to write. I'm in the process of writing two books. So I've always got a lot going on, um, yeah. a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, no sound. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, well, look, um, I'd like to come back to something you mentioned earlier on and, and something that you mentioned in the, uh, you know, the current focus, and, and, and that's about our beliefs and our belief systems. And, and you mentioned that uh, uh, our beliefs can sometimes limit the amount of abundance that we can create. Yes. Uh, so looking at that another way, more importantly, how can we change our beliefs so that we can create more? That's a great question because, you know, what are, when you really boil it down to what a belief is, is someone either told you something, um, you were in the energy field and you, you were too young to even question whether it's like money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, you have to really work hard for money or you have to struggle, you know, whatever we were told, um, it could be something as simple as you're in your adulthood and someone told you that, hey, once you become a, a, a mother, you're going to get sick all the time because your kids are sick. So these, these beliefs come in as like little seeds and we either reject them or we accept them. And what happens is when we accept them, we then start to see some type of evidence of it. And then because we have evidence of it, it becomes more of a solidified belief. So when you're believing in lack and limitation, when someone tells you, you know, there's not enough jobs out there and you somehow believe that, or there's not enough coaching clients out there, you know, coaches don't make money. Um, which is a, a belief that exists out there because there are a lot of coaches that don't have enough clients and don't make enough money. 
But if you believe that as a coach, and then that becomes part of the way you attract and part of your paradigm, and that I'm going to now be, I'm, because I'm a coach, I'm going to struggle because I'm not going to have enough clients, I'm not going to have enough money, that will be what you create because we create from our beliefs. We cannot not create from our beliefs. And so when you can actually see where the restriction is, where the limitation is, you know, where the evidence in your life is reflecting something that is not the results that you want, there is some lack and limitation there. And when we can go back and start changing that thought process, you know that, hey, there's evidence that coaches do make money. There's evidence that there's coaches that have full practices. And I want to focus on having a full practice. I want to you know, feel what it feels like to have X amount of money in the bank or X amount of money coming in each week. And when we can start looking for evidence of, of you know, coaches that are really living in abundant space, then that becomes our reality. Uh, but, but a thought, you know, creates a belief and thoughts, thought over and over and over and over again. That's really what a belief is, is a thought that's just been thought over and over again until it shows some type of evidence and then it gets solidified even more. And then we see more evidence of it. And then it's like a solidified belief, but a belief can be easily be changed by looking at something else and experiencing the energy and the experience and even the evidence of something contra you know contradictory to it. Right. So, so I guess in one way you're saying that we, we actually look for evidence to to reinforce that belief. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so see, see that per that person's a coach. She doesn't make any money. See, I knew I was right. Coaches don't make money. You know, so that yep. could easily be a belief like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and do you find that there are any uh, male-female splits? And if, if so, uh, are there any common beliefs that limit, limit women? I think there's a lot of beliefs that limit women. Um, number one that I find, and I you know, wrote a whole book called The Art of Having It All that's directed just for women, is that we think that we have to take a care of everybody and everything outside of ourselves. Right. And, you know, we were told this children, little girls, don't be selfish. So that meant worry about everybody else before yourself, make sure everybody else have, is happy before you. And, you know, there, it, it's really such a, um, such a backwards way to be living because, you know, truly the way to feel more loving and to give more of yourself and to even show up in a bigger, broader way and a, a more connected way is we have to be a little selfish, it's health, healthy selfish and be connected with ourselves and take the time to breathe a little bit and meditate to, you know, connect with the bigger part of who we are. And once we're filled from that place and we're actually feeling good, our emotions are, are feeling expansive and good. And we're in a space of appreciation. We have so much more to give to our kids, to our, you know, spouses, to, to everybody, to our clients and to all the things that we're creating. So it's, it's a really different approach from outside in to inside out. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so selfish is good, but I guess self-centered isn't good. Well, again, I mean, you could look at it that way. If you are sent, you have to be centered in yourself first. So I think the, the old definition of being selfish and self-centered you know, like you, you, don't, you don't care about anybody but yourself. It's like that whole narcissistic thing. No, I'm not saying be narcissistic, but you do have to be centered within yourself. So if that's self-centeredness, I'm happy to be that, you know, but being self-centered because I'm centered within myself, I'm also then able to care for, connect with, and give more expansive love to those that I do care about because I'm connected to me. 
Right. Okay. Now you mentioned just now the art of having it all. Your uh, the, the book that you'd uh, written. Now you mentioned you're writing two more. W- would you like to just give us an outline of, of the books that you have written and the ones you've got planned? Sure. Um, my very first book was called Perfect Pictures, and it's really about how a lot of us are are just really uh, seeped in lack and limitation, always looking for what's wrong and and bad instead of what's right and good, and really appreciating our life. And um, the second book I wrote is uh, my sister had committed suicide years ago. It's actually 20 years ago. And um, I had a spiritual approach to going through something that's so tragic like that. So I, I wrote a book to help people that, you know, really have nowhere to turn. And, um, you know, obviously suicide and the whole thought process of it and the belief systems around it um, really leave a lot of people feeling very guilty and shameful of what happened. So that book helps people survive through a suicide and heal through a suicide. And then um, my third book, uh, which hit the New York Times, um, was Taming Your Alpha Bitch. And it was written with a co-author. And um, that book is really about the four main things that hold women back. Um, you know, the, the patterns of being um, overly dramatic, you know, addicted to drama, um, being like a very abrasive and bullying, um, you, you know, those type of being very controlling instead of allowing, um, and also being very competitive instead of really being inspired by and working in a cooperative type of way with other women. So um, that's my third book. And then my latest book was The Art of Having It All, which also hit the New York Times, um, which really helps women define what is having it all because having it all is not the same for one person as it is for another. And we as women get to define what having it all is for us. And it changes from decade to decade, it changes from woman to woman. And we just need to give ourselves permission to look within and you know, figure out what we, what we do want and know that we have the power to create it. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Really interesting. And I have to say from my perspective, the uh, Taming Your Alpha Bitch has to be the best title of, uh, of, of the decade, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Malcolm, you'd be surprised. Some people either love it or they're offended by it. So, you know, I, I hear that a lot, though. Excellent. <laughs> So, so how do you keep your own saw sharpened? In, you know, in other words, you've got a lot on. Uh, there's a lot of information uh, out there, and there's an awful lot of uh, information that's becoming available. How do you keep on top of what's important for you, and how do you keep your, uh, your, your, your offering um, world-class? You know, for me, it's, I, I love coaching so much and I, I am privileged to be able to not only be a coach, but to train coaches in this profession of coaching because coaching has completely changed my life. And as long as I am breathing, I will have a coach or a mentor. And I would say that having my own consistent, sometimes I have two or three at a time. Um, depending on what I'm, what my goals are, what I'm looking for. Sometimes it'll be more, you know, spiritually based coaching and mentoring. Other times it might be more business based coaching and mentoring, or it could be even physical, like a physical trainer in the gym. Um, whenever I'm looking to improve some aspect of my life, I go to an expert that's either been there, or done that, or has helped other people do that, because my best thinking got me to where I was. So if I want to up-level myself, um, I truly believe, that that's why I'm so successful, I truly believe in, in coaching because I believe in this profession and what it has done for me so much that I'm willing to invest to do it, continue to do it for myself. Right. 
Okay, so on your journey then, Christy, you, you must have met some uh, inspirational people and heard about inspirational people or, or um, uh, even fictitious characters. So, so if you had a role model or hero, who would that, that be? Hmm. You know, for me, it's someone that's in this industry that is actually really, they live what they, they practice, what they preach and they preach what they practice. I had the pleasure about 10 years ago to meet Wayne Dyer. I was just sitting at an airport and um, I saw him and I walked up to him and he was the most gracious man and he was so down to earth. And I actually got to see him about three months before he passed. And he was the same, just very um, grounded, very loving, very humbled man um, that I met even 10 years prior. And that always struck with me because, um, you know, he really did practice what he preached and preached what he practiced. And that's for me has always been, um, I'm so attracted to integrity and really being true and real. And so I would say that um, Wayne Dyer is one of the many people that I really admire, especially in this particular industry. Right. So it's, it's, that, it's that authenticity that you, uh, you, you value. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And, and you know, clearly you love the, uh, the, the life that you've, uh, you've created. But would you say there are any elements of life as a coach that you don't like? Gosh, um, or which are your least favorite bits? Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, there, it's funny. There really isn't um, any aspect because the cool thing about being a coach is if I w end up working with a client that is difficult or doesn't move as fast as I want or, you know, doesn't get it or just has some of those contrasting things, I've always just gotten really clear and didn't continue to work with that person. So um, it's another great thing about being a coach is that you get to be really selective of who you want to work with, what kind of ideal client you want, what are the characteristics and the qualities, and you get to track them. So, I mean, and plus the fact that I can coach anywhere. We, we live half the year in Arizona, half the year in Montreal. I can take my clients with me everywhere I go. Um, you know, my clients are really flexible. So if I need to take a time off on a vacation or whatever it is, they're, they're really open to that. And, you know, it's just, there, I don't think there's anything about the professional coaching that I don't enjoy, honestly. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. And, and with the people that you see and uh, work with and help to become coaches, who would you say is the best sort of person to become a life coach and, and how much money can they make? That's a, that's a really great question. I would say as someone that is into personal development themselves um, is a really good candidate for becoming a coach because I always say that the best coaches, they are always working on themselves. They're always, you know, in, they're always becoming more conscious of who they are and they're always learning and continuing to learn and they just love that whole process because you can't take clients further than you yourself are willing to go as a coach. So I think that that's one of the biggest attributes. Um, you know, also having that, that desire to make a difference, knowing that, okay, I'm here for a reason. And it's not to sit in a cubicle and sell stuff. I feel like I want to, you know, really make a difference in someone's lives. I want to help them create something that they want or attract their ideal partner, or help them lose weight or, you know, whatever it is that they want to achieve in their lives because they work with me, I'm in the catalyst for that. And that, that's such a great feeling. So someone that's driven by service, 
um, they would make a really great coach. Also, you know, the other side of it is someone that's willing to learn, even if they're not a business person, someone that's willing to learn the side of, of the business of coaching, because it really is two things. It's the skill set and who you become and the training that you get as a coach, but it's also knowing that you have to run a business. So if you yourself just want to do the coaching, um, but you still have to run the business, having someone that can run the business for you um, or it can partner with you in that way, there really is just... It, it's two aspects of the business. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, that certainly makes sense. And, and you, you've mentioned uh, the vehicle through which you, you coach and, and teach and develop people, uh, the QCSA. QSA. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Sorry. Okay. I'm writing here. It's appalling. Um, can you explain to me a bit about the, the different modules and what you teach in those programs? Absolutely. Yeah, it's five modules. It's a year long program. And I designed it that way because I really wanted people to get in like to be able to implement and integrate all that they're learning. You know, I know there's other certification programs out there where you go to a hotel for four days. And for me, that just didn't seem like integrity because how can you actually you are having the responsibility and the privilege of working with another person and having them make major life decisions sometimes. And to learn how to do that in four days just didn't seem like right for me. Um, so it's a year-long program broken down into five modules. The five modules are effective coaching skills. So if someone's coached before or they've never coached, um, this really helps them become even that better of a coach because what knowing what not to do and what not to say is sometimes even more important than what to do and what to say. So we really dive into the whole entire aspect of how do you even structure a call um, you know, what, do you, what kind of questions do you ask? What kind of questions don't you ask? I mean, the really nitty gritties of how, how do you become a really effective, um, successful coach? And then the second module is seven essential laws. It's um, all of the years of training that I've had and all the processes that I use in my practice. Um, there's about 72 different processes that we teach and um, they all go with the different seven essential laws. So this is a great module because they get to learn what the laws are and then actually during classes participate with the teachers live and see how the, you coach someone on those and they actually get to receive the coaching themselves, which is fun. And then the third module is the business building module. So we give them all different ideas in ways to offer their coaching practice and not just one-on-one -on -one coaching, but all the different ways that coaching is offered and the way they can package it. So um, we go really deep into all sorts of different areas, whether it's social, mar social marketing, social media marketing, to speaking on stage, to internet marketing, to, you know, to all PR advertising, what's the difference between all that. And then the, the fourth and fifth modules are the advanced modules. Um, the fourth module is called um, light, Awakening Your Light Body. So it's light body work. And we teach the coaches how to do really effective energetic work through using meditations. So helping people change their beliefs, helping people attract more money, helping, helping people attract people or situations that they want in their life or business. Um, so it's, it's a fantastic module, very heart-centered, very, um, very spiritually based, actually. And then the fifth module is, um, I would say we saved the best for last, but all of them were, are so good. But the last one is the future visioning module where we take them through more in depth about quantum physics and how, um, you know, really how all time is simultaneous and how you can work with 
any possible future self that exists out there because there's thousands of them. So they get the experience of actually connecting with a future self that is living the life that they want and it helps them actually create it and then help their clients do it. So those are the five modules. Right. Okay. And that uh, approach of a year sounds, uh, you know, quite, uh, and the, the content sounds quite profound, I must say. It is. It really is, Malcolm. Okay. Uh, and for those people who you're working with who aren't coaches, uh, what advice would you give them to enjoy more freedom and control uh, of their own hours and, and salary in their work and life? Yeah, so I have a, the other side of my business. I have a Quantum Success Learning Academy. Right. And so I have, I have six courses that are in there. We teach about abundance and money and ideal body and attracting our ideal partner. And then I also have uh, once a week, I do a Quantum Success show. So it's an internet show that comes out every Monday. And I do, you know, quick little shows, sometimes six, eight minutes, um, teaching people exactly how to apply the universal laws. Because I truly believe and I've seen this happen not only in my life, but the thousands of people that I've helped and coached and, you know, the thousands of coaches that I've gone through the coaching academy, when you can really learn and apply these universal laws, um, it is a practice. It is a, it is a training. Um, and when you get really good at it, it's your life just becomes really magical. I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, dramas aren't going to come or contrast isn't going to show up, but mm -hmm. when it does, you know how to navigate at such a more elegant way than, than you did before. So, you know, it's, it's just a, it's almost like a, a manual for life and how to get through it in a way that brings you happiness and joy despite what's going on. And isn't it a shame that more people don't know about that? Truly. And that's why I do what I do because um, I, you know, my sister had committed suicide 20 years ago and clearly did not have this book. <laughs> no. and, and it was at that time that I started opening up to this information. And so I'm very dedicated to, I, I've seen the way my life has changed because I could have easily went down that road as my sister did. And my life is completely 180 from where it was before. And I can attribute all of it because of the fact that I learned this information and I applied it. And I truly, it has now become my belief system, my belief structure. And, and whenever something, you know, unwanted happens, I completely just shift my perspective to, okay, what do I want and why do I want it? And how do I want to feel instead of staying in the muck and mire of the problem and, you know, talking about what happened and looking at what did I do wrong and, you know, making, making myself out to be the like beating myself up the way I used to do it. So my relationship with myself is very different. And so my relationship with the universe is very different. Right. And do people come up to you and ask you, uh, you know, for advice, for example, um, coaches who are just starting out? I mean, do, do they, uh, if you're at an event, a speaking event, do they say, give me a nugget, what should I do? Yes, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and being the gracious sort that you are i'm sure you reply so what, what advice do you give them well i tell them that you know if i have like just a, two, a couple seconds you know whatever they're looking for i mean i have a youtube channel with you know hundreds of videos on there that can, can help them lead them in the right direction and um they're they're always welcome to uh you know get coaching we offer free coaching from the coaches and training um, in the QSCA so that they can get their hours in the training that they need. And it's amazing win-win because the people that are really wanting more advice, um, they get it 
from the from the coaches, even though coaching is an advice giving, but they they get the guidance that they're looking for. And um, you know, and there's other there's other programs and ways to work with me as well. Great. And from your perspective, Christy, are you seeing any trends in the coaching industry? Well, I see that there's a lot more um, people that are getting certified and are serious about coaching that actually are making money. There, there seemed like there was this whole wave of people that started becoming coaches and they kind of dabbled in it and weren't making money. And what I'm seeing from my perspective is there's a lot more people hiring coaches because people are getting that if they want to reach a different level in their lives, that coaching is the way to do it. And it's a good investment if you have a really good coach that's well-trained. Um, and so I'm seeing that more and more coaches are actually making money and making a living at it, which is really such a blessing for me to see. Right. So, so really it's, it's the growth of the marketplace rather than a constraint in the marketplace you're seeing. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and who are you when you're not coaching? You have mentioned your, your, your lovely family, family and the, I've seen the, the pictures and the videos of, the, of your two boys. Yes. What else do you do? I, I hesitate to use the word spare time. But, uh, yes, yeah. if, if I get some of that, I'll let you know. Um, yeah. I, I seem to always fill up my time, so I don't have any spare. But um, I love literally hanging out with my kids and my husband, just being goofy and giggling, you know, spending time in one of my son's rooms and, and playing games and just laughing because, you know, I still, they're, they're young boys are still, one of them's turning six next month and um, Alex is seven. So, so Maxim and Alex are just funny, funny kids and they're, they're really cool to hang out with. And, you know, we went to a water park last week and just had fun together and, um, we enjoy watching movies together and I am an avid shopper. I love you know, high fashion and I, I love my trips to my stores and um, appreciate purses and shoes and, and all that stuff. So, um, and of course, like, you know, really connecting with a really good girlfriend. Um, I've got some amazing friends in this industry that live, you know, not in the same city as I do. So I love having my uh, coffee talk with them over Skype and um, anytime we get to connect. And um, I'd say the biggest thing for me, the thing that I, I really love so much is, is spas. Like every Saturday since I've, you know, since when I had my child, my husband and I always had a, a deal. Saturdays I get to go get a massage. Sundays he gets to golf. And so we, we, for seven years, over seven years, we've always kept that. And it's, it's great because I get my time alone with the kids. He gets his time alone with the kids. And then I get my own alone time where I'm not a businesswoman. I'm not a coach. I'm not a mom. I'm not a wife. I'm just Christy being able to receive, you know, beautiful massage. And it's my time. How relaxing. Sounds wonderful. Yes. <laughs> great. So let's use a metaphor. If you were a, if you were a song at work, what song would you be? Hmm. Suddenly I See is one of my favorite songs from Katie Tunsdale because um, no matter where we are in life, when we have those moments when we see things differently, um, life opens up. And uh, that song for me years ago when I got out of, of um, corporate America and quit my job to go full-time is 10 years ago to go full-time in my coaching practice. It was like that song spoke to me because it's like, I suddenly I see who I want to be and I want to, you know, and, and so every time I can see something different, have a different perspective, have um, less resistance released and I see things in a different way. Um, life opens up even more. 
Right. Yeah, I can tell that really resonates with you. It does. <laughs> Fantastic. So if you were a superhero or if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Well, my kids call me Wonder Woman. <laughs> we actually have our boys convinced that my husband is Superman and I'm Wonder Woman and that we have secret identities. So it's, it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, but I, you know, if I was going to have a superpower, honestly, it would be to stay connected 100% of the time to my divine within me and to be completely of absolute service with no personal agenda um, that would be the coolest thing that I had that can happen. I strive for that. I see definite moments of that. Um, and I, I live that throughout my day, but I am human. And so if I could even have that even a little bit more than I do and stay in that juicy place, um, that would be my, that would be my, uh, <laughs> my superpower. That would be the, the real spot for you, wouldn't it? Yes. Right. Fantastic. And, and so it, if and when you do have that, uh, that, that little bit of private time and you're, you're, you're driving in the car, for example, and you're on your own, what do you think about? You know, I think about, I direct my mind to think about how appreciative I am and how grateful I am and all the things that I have to be appreciative and grateful for. And I spend time talking with myself about, you know, what am I wanting to create in my life and what would feel good and what would I love? And um, that, you know, that's really my, my reflective time. I love listening to Abraham Hicks. Um, you know, that it always seems to connect me in a way. And when I'm in my car, um, and I've been a follower of theirs for 25 years, 20 years. Um, so it's, that's always my special time. Right. And do you have any unfulfilled ambitions? Clearly, you've got two books which are on the way, but uh, any other things that you haven't done yet which you, you've uh, penciled in to do? Oh, absolutely. You know, my thought process is that once you achieve something, you're now at the, the vista of a totally different mountain and you get to see more of opportunities and possibilities. So, yes, there's, uh, there's several things. And, and, and it's funny because I used to think, okay, well, I have all these desires and all these things. And I just want to check them off my list and, and then I'm going to be done. But that's not the way it works when you're connected to the creator within you. There's always a rebirthing or a new impulse or a new inspiration or a new idea that's always coming forth. And, um, you know, even my team was like the last book I, I wrote, The Art of Having It All. They're like, can you please not write a book anymore? Because <laughs> it's, you know, to, to launch a book, it's a big deal. And the yeah. way I put a lot behind my, my effort and my um, desire in my books to get into as many hands as I can. So it takes a big team effort. And I just can't help it when the books come through, they come through. And, you know, when the ideas and the impulses come through, they come through. So absolutely. As, as long as I'm living, I'm sure I'm going to be having new things to create and do and experience. Fantastic. My, my, uh, my, my, strap line is that I want to die with an unfinished project. Yes. Great. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because Wayne Dyer, when he passed, he had three years of his calendar completely full, um, booked out, you know, projects he was working on. And uh, I, I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you obviously get a, a great deal from coaching. Uh, it, it's more than a, a job. It's, uh, it, it's a life. It's um, a lifestyle and, uh, you know, a provider for you. How would you summarize what, what you get from coaching? How does it make you feel? 
when I personally receive coaching or when I do coaching? Yeah, when you, yeah, the latter, when you're doing coaching. When I do coaching and I hear someone go, oh my God, like that moment when they get it, it's like yeah. that, that's, that's the moment for me. It's like, yes, because some, I know that the shift in them has just opened up something in them that they can't even understand or begin to comprehend and what it's going to do for their lives. So those aha moments, those moments when there is an internal shifting and they're like, wow, that's what I love. That's what I just like. That's, that's the moments for me. Yes. It's incredible how that moment of connection really uh, impacts you as the coach, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And, you know, clearly you're, you're still firing on all four cylinders, but if you look to your life up to now, um, if you're giving you time again, what would you do differently? You know, I don't think I would do anything differently, honestly, because each and every aspect of what I've done, whether we call them failures or successes or mistakes or triumphs, every single, every single thing, decision, every impulse has led me to where I am right now. And I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, you know, it, it, it all is for consciousness expansion. It's all for me becoming who I am today, which is going to help me become who I am tomorrow and in the future. And I'm just so grateful that who I am today and what I have and what I'm experiencing that I wouldn't change a thing. Fantastic. Yeah. And finally then, Christy, as proof that you uh, live the abundance theory, I believe you've got a free gift for all your listeners today. I do. I have a free ebook that is how to um, everything you need to know to become a effective and successful life coach. So you can actually uh, download it and there's a lot of different, my, my different philosophies. And um, you know, one of the things I talk about in the book is if you are going to go become a coach yourself and get certified, you know, what, what do you want to look for in a certification program and how do they differ? Cause there's many, lots of them out there now. So what makes the QSCA different and how does it differ from other uh, programs and, you know, really so that the individual, you know, nothing's all fit for everybody. It's not a one size fit all. And so it's important that someone researching coaching and a coaching certification program that they understand, you know, what's going to resonate most with them. So I think this ebook is really going to help give them that clarity. That sounds tremendous. I, I know I'll be heading straight to the, uh, the download uh, link and, and uh, may I thank you in advance. Thank you, Malcolm. And uh, so, Christy, that's the end of our, our interview today. What I'd just like to say is uh, thank you for sharing with you your sharing with us your, your life, your experiences, uh, and the work that you're doing with uh, both clients and with coaches and helping to make the world a better place at a time where we've, we're experiencing polarization, anger, and instability in the world to hear the positive impact that you're having and the raising of a spiritual approach in the world is, uh, is fantastic to hear. So um, well done, if I may say. Thank you, Malcolm. It means a lot to me. And, and it's, and it, it is good job security knowing that there are a lot of people that are in a lot of fear um, that need extra help. Um, and I feel like it's now time for coaches like myself that, you know, really are genuinely wanting to serve and help people improve their lives and learn how to turn their lives around. Um, I, I think it's pretty good job security knowing that, um, because there are a lot of people that need, that need coaches right now. 
Right. Uh, absolutely. And with that, Christy, I'll say thank you. Good luck with QSCA. And uh, I know you'll be in touch with Coaching Radio International and, and uh, uh, I look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you so much, Malcolm. It's been a pleasure to be on your show. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you.